Welcome to Sunday Chats 969, the podcast where you can listen back to interviews that I've done with brand new authors, musicians and health experts. These interviews were first broadcast on All FM 96.9. We are an award-winning community radio station based in Manchester. I'm Ruth O'Reilly, I'm delighted to keep you company and on today's show we are talking to the fantastic brand new author, podcaster, writing coach Jas Holthy about his debut book which is actually a collaboration of interviews with over 50 indie authors and his new book is appropriately titled The Indie Author. It's actually based on a collection of experiences that were first on his blog. So that interview is coming up for you very shortly. Enjoy. Welcome back to another hour of the Sunday Tea Show, right here on 96.9 All FM on radio, allfm.org, wherever you are in the world, online. Joined by me, Ruth O'Reilly, delighted to be keeping you company today. Well, if you are a regular listener of the Sunday Tea Show, you will know that what I love to do, especially since the lockdown situation started and beyond, is I love to speak to brand new authors. I do believe that I've spoken to over 50 authors. So when I heard about this fascinating new project that my guest today has been involved with, I just had to get him on the show. So my special guest today is the fantastic Jas Holty. He is the author of a brand new book, going to be published next week, in fact, and it's called The Indie Author Book. Now, this book is a collection of raw, honest interviews with 50 self-published authors. So, it's taken him two years to build up this collection. It is, in fact, a collection that first started off as a blog, Diary of the Indie Writer. So, I'm really excited to speak to Jazz today and find out about how he has turned something that's similar to what I'm doing into an actual book. So my interview with Jas is coming up very shortly after a piece of music that's been really popular on Jas's podcast. This piece of music is called A Long Day. It's from the album Sensory and it's by Chris Porter. Now Chris Porter was actually Jas's number one most played artist on Spotify last year from Jazz's podcast. So special thanks to Chris Porter for sharing this with us. And yeah, Jazz says that this is one of his favourite pieces to play during his writing process for his background music when he's writing and editing. So it seemed really fitting that we should play this. Enjoy a long day.
Hi Jess, welcome to All FM, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, it's an honour. I'm really glad to have you on the show because one of the um, reasons that I thought it would be great to have you on the show is it's, it's just ahead of the release of your debut book, isn't it? It's going to be released a bit later on this year, The, the Indie Writer. It, it is indeed, yeah. Um, feels weird for you to say it out loud. But, yeah. yeah. It's been a, it's been wow. a long road, but it, I'm almost there now. Ne- next week it's coming out. Oh, excellent. It's been this journey. Um, as I've been looking at some of your material online and um, listening to some of what you've been saying about this journey, one of the things that really resonated with me is that in this past year or so, what I've been doing on the radio is I've kind of primarily focused on speaking to a, a variety of authors, kind of like about their lockdown journey. So I've had some guests on who've been writing for a long period of time, some many, in fact, that have just got into this during lockdown. It's like during lockdown, they have discovered that, you know, they don't really want to make their work work their priority anymore. They want to kind of um, investigate this whole other world. And I get the, of writing, and I get the impression that it's been a little bit like that for you, but it has begun a bit before the lockdown, hasn't it? Yeah, it's interesting to hear. I think um, what lockdown's done um, for, I think, a lot of writers by nature are quite introverted mm. um, and with that comes uh, i think for all of us being able to work from home you can manage your time and your energy a lot better sure um things rise to the surface so i'm not surprised to hear that um you know folks have been uh, kind of finding writing and i'm sure other kind of creative pursuits um but yeah for me i, I left my job in the city back in 2015. right um and I've had other jobs since then, if you like, mm-hmm. um, but I've been blogging in that time. I, I've kind of been slowly finding, I guess, my uh, my way, my writing voice, and um, yeah. I guess what I want my 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 work, my life to look like. Um, so yeah, everything everything that's come before now has really, I guess, led to where I am today. So. Um, that's not been amazing. easy at times, but it's been the most worthwhile thing I've done, um, for sure. Of course. And obviously, when you get into the whole process of blogging, one of the interesting things about that is it does allow you to kind of like look back at different stages um, of your your journey and see where, where you're developing as well. And when I heard about the fact that you're, you're creating this new book, The Diary of an Indian Writer, it came to mind that it was like you are kind of following in the footsteps of Napoleon Hill and maybe even Charles Dickens in a way, because, you know, Charles Dickens went through this stage of of chronicling his his work in in a paper in little segments, a bit like you and your blog, and then eventually bringing it all together in in a book. So, do, do you think that you had any kind of like inspirations around those kind of authors in a way, just for this concept? Yeah, that's a great question. It, it, it's slightly confusing, so I'll I'll explain. So, so my blog's called Diary of an Indie Writer. I'm basically sharing my journey as I go as an independent writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the book itself is called The Indie Author. Oh, right. Um, so they're similar, but slightly different. But um, yeah, I mean, I, um, I'm, I'm big on kind of personal growth, and uh, I'm also big on uh, just sur- I guess surrounding myself with the inspiring stories of others, which I guess is where the book comes in. Sure. Um, but what I wanted to do, you know, you mentioned someone there, Charles Dickens, Stephen King's often mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, these are, there's, 
some bunch of authors out there who I'm sure you know, I know, you know, they're huge, you know, wonderful work, fantastic, great. I, I and we, as as inspirational as they are, can feel a little bit far removed from them. You know, Stephen oh, King is, he feels inspirational, but quite distant from me. What I wanted to do with this book was interview writers, people like you and I, many of them working jobs, who've written books that are meaningful to them, and managed to navigate this whole crazy process of writing a book and put it, putting it out into the world. Um, and we can do that now because this thing called self-publishing exists because of the because of the you know the world we live in um, with Amazon and and um, the internet. Um, so yeah, it's incredibly exciting. One of the things that I, I liked that you were um, were describing about this this process for you, I think it was on your podcast, is you said that you are now writing the book or you're putting together the book that you wish that you had had at the beginning of, of the journey. I thought that was quite interesting, the way you've kind of like you've spotted this gap in, in the market. And it is the, the, the gap of encouraging, isn't it? In, encouraging someone that's just got a, a bit of this niggling itch to write, but thinking, no, it's too far removed from me. So, so yeah, is this the, the first book of its kind that you feel? Because I kind of feel that it is in a way. Yeah, it's... um. I think it. I think it is. Um, I was. I was a little bit surprised that there wasn't anything I could find with, uh, you know, with, with the same or even a. I'm sure there's similar titles out there. What I was seeing was um, uh, there's, there's a whole lot of information out there. You know, you Google self-publishing or mm -hmm. indie writing, and you get many hundreds of millions of results. It's information overload. Of course, um, you can get quite overwhelmed, can't you? And just well, yeah, this is it. As well as sharing, I mean, writing in and of itself, putting pen to paper is no mean feat, let alone, you know, cranking out a novel's worth 50,000 words plus, right, is what's mm -hmm. considered to be a novel. And then you've got everything else that comes with it. It can be overwhelming, and there's, I think there's a lot of people who just either don't start or do and then give up and just park it and then leave it. I realised, I learned. I, I left my job, actually, um, for, for a lot of different reasons. Yes. One of the things I was doing was I came across bloggers who were making a living um, with, you know, uh, families and children in, yes. uh, in the Western world. They were making a living from their writing. That made it, even though I didn't know what I'd end up doing, that was a huge inspiration for me, over and above the information I was seeing. So, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to capture the stories because there's a lot of information out there, but I really resonate with stories. I kind of find that, um, I don't know, it, it just really lights me up and it helps yes. me realise what's possible when I, when I read and hear others similar to me who've kind of been there and done it. So kind of that's what I wanted to bring into this book. And yeah, I, I couldn't find anything out there um, that was kind of doing that, if you like. It's just uh, amazing the fact that there wasn't really those kind of books. And I think that now people listening to you, they'll be very inspired by your courage more than anything to leave that lucrative big city job and decide, you know, no, I'm going to follow my dream and, um, and my passion with, with this. So was it a case for you that you always kind of wanted to be a, a writer in in some way or was it something that you just decided when you um, saw the success of some of these blogs? 
Yeah, it kind of, I've come across people who, you know, they, they ever since they've been a kid, wanted to be a writer, and for whatever reason they did it, and then maybe stepped into it later on. I'll, I'll be honest, I um, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, right. Lo- looking back at school, um, I, I loved, I did enjoy writing, but I, I just loved learning. I had an interest in lots of different subjects. Yes. Um, I found myself going to reasonably good school, and then... Um, university and then the rest of it and then I found myself on you know that conveyor belt if you like and then I, mm-hmm. I landed in I landed in recruitment um I think that was I knew that was never meant for me but I, I dropped out of university a couple of times actually university was a difficult time for me and I just didn't know what I wanted to do mm. um so for me it was when I actually when I left that job I just had a lot that I felt I'm, that was on my mind that I needed to say Sure. Um, and I started just uh, writing. I put a couple of pieces on LinkedIn. Um, and then slowly I realized that writing for me, just how healing and how it's like, it's the way I express myself. Of course, um, yeah. Writing is an yeah. amazing therapy. Because one of the things I did a couple of um, years ago, and I say this to, to all my guests, that, you know, just, just to write for, for therapy for no one but, but, but yourself. I did a journal therapy course um, just to help myself and others to process thoughts. And sometimes, you know, if you can't get any kind of other means of therapy it is actually very effective just and handwriting it sometimes as well to just get that clarity um on your emotions so it's always a great thing to do and especially when you're at that big transitional phase of time between one career choice um and another really but what was the first topic then that you decided that you would start to to write and and blog about yeah you know what when i when i first started I was just uh, sharing what was on my mind. It was kind of like, uh, I kind of feel like this is blogging. Blogging is journaling that you choose to share online. That's what it really was for me. I think I wrote a post about how I felt the recruitment industry needed to change. Um, I wrote a post about leaving my job and embracing a new path and feeling kind of um, scared and nervous, but also excited and unsure, you know, where to go. Um, So that's really what I was doing. and it, and it's cool that you kind of journal therapy. I mean, I I this, this stuff mm. is really powerful. Um, I've I've been in therapy myself, like traditional therapy, and mm-hmm. uh, people have different experiences. I think with different types of therapy. For some people, things like you know more traditional CBT, um, they it it clicks for them for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. For me, the traditional stuff didn't. Um, I found that I needed more experiential forms of therapy to help me. Um, and one of those is kind of you've got writing, you've got you've got art, even drama therapy. That was that yes. was the stuff that really connected with me. Um, and I, I journal most days today. Like I, I write outside of you know the writing I share online. I've got my own space where I you know do my own reflection. That's just for me and me alone. That's, um, that's really that's really important for for my mental health, for my sanity, for my growth, everything. It is. Um, th- there's something about the kind of the hope somehow that that fresh p- 
page gives you, you know, if you're doing it like with um, a traditional journal, obviously it can work just as well on the screen. But one of the things that I like to do is kind of get into the aesthetics of using a proper pad and pen at times. And it's just, you know, the world's my oyster. I can just begin this and, and write whatever. So I definitely um, agree with what you're saying there about making journaling a daily practice. And obviously it's the immediacy of it as well, isn't it? You know, you don't have to schedule in um, a session with a therapist. You can just get down what you want to say right there and then. And then looking back on it, maybe you want to put that out into the world as well. Absolutely. The immediacy of it. And um, I do, I, there's all sorts of different types of journaling. But one that's really powerful um, is it's just three questions. And this is amazing. Um, the, the person Could you share those me, three questions with us? I'm, I'm absolutely going to. But I'm... Um, the person who shared those three questions with me, I think he, someone else shared them with him. He's got a little guide on his website. His name is Jacob Nordby. If you go to jacobnordby.com, mm -hmm. um, it's like a free little guide that gives the three questions and talks about journaling. And it's great. It's, it's so powerful, but so simple. Those three questions are, how do I feel right now? Mm. What do I need right now? And what would I love to have? They sound so simple. And yes. you might start off and you'll be like, oh, gosh, I just don't know. Like, how do I feel? You know? But honestly, I would say give it a go for a week, a couple of weeks. See what comes out. Do it once a day. Um, first thing in the morning, last thing at night are great times or just whenever. Um, it's been so, those three questions have been so powerful for me. Like, I can't, you know, when they say, you know, the best things in life can't really be measured yes um yeah that journaling has been journaling has been really really important to me and those three questions in particular have um helped uncover a lot of wisdom and insights and uh, and, and healing i think as well because i mean it's interesting as well because i think that uh, a lot of the um relationship breakdowns that that people have whether it's with their family or with their partners or whatever is sometimes caused by this kind of mixture of emotions and just kind of like not knowing where where they are even in themselves so it's kind of you do that for yourself it's going to impact <laughs> your environment in a way as well it reminds me of kind of setting your internal compass in a way it's kind of like oh, where am i now where am I emotionally? How am I feeling? And that's that's great to help you to move forward in the right direction, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. But you've um, that's really beautifully articulated. Oh, thank you. Compass. I know I love that. And um, yeah, just checking with how we feel. Like I think a lot of us, um, we kind of live uh, cut off from the from the neck and and below. Mm. Like I certainly was really. It's like ignore yourself. I felt. Yeah, it's almost like and ignoring how, how yourself, we, going into the culture state. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely that. So um, I'm constantly one, checking in with how I feel. And obviously those three questions help me do that, that first one in particular. Um, and yeah, I just, my emotional world is, it, I continue to, it continues to surprise me and I continue to get value from just checking in with what's going on in my body um, and not just turning over thoughts in my head. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
definitely um, agree with that. And obviously, do you find that it was that process of journaling that then led you to decide, yes, this is the project that I want to dedicate my, my time to now that I've quit the corporate world? That's a fantastic question. You know what, I, I, would, I would say um, that journaling um, and blogging, so mm. you've got journaling, and like I say, blogging, I see blogging as journaling, I choose to share mm -hmm. online. Writing has helped me absolutely um, find my way and, and um, pull me in the direction that I've needed to be drawn towards. And there's nothing to say I wouldn't have got there in the end, but I honestly, uh, part of me thinks that writing has, um, mm. yeah, to has helped, yourself helped, almost, helped me maybe. Uh, helped me land onto the path of mine and yeah, discovered more of myself, which I otherwise wouldn't have. Um, yeah, it, it's quite mad to say that out loud, but it, it's the absolute truth. And I already describe you as quite courageous, first of all, for having the confidence to leave your, your job and, and follow your, your dreams. And then also for sharing that the raw emotion, I guess, from some of your journaling activities out there with the world um, in blogging. And I'm sure that you've had a, a brilliant response for, for doing that, because obviously you'll, you'll have triggered a lot of uh, emotions and insights with, within your readers as well. And it seems to be that it's a theme that you are continuing here in your indie author book because what you said I mean you kind of remind me a little bit of like going in the footsteps of Napoleon Hill because you're interviewing all these fantastic people there but one of the things that you've kind of really zoned in on is the idea that this is going to be not so much the the glossy fantastical but the raw honesty coming through in your interviews yeah um mm -hmm. I, I I love. I've been running a podcast for about a year and a half now, um, Brilliant. and that that came after a summit that I ran um, with a with a friend of mine, which helped me realise just how much I loved conversations with mm. creatives. Um, they're my kind of people, um, and so yes, like I like I've said about, I, I just love stories, and I love the energy of, of others, and and just just that warmth of. Um, I just love connecting with people and I think that that's actually why um, that's what got part of the joy that came from I guess in this case it was written interviews um, which was great because a lot of a lot of writers feel um, feel the most comfortable expressing themselves through writing as opposed yes. to you know, jumping on a podcast sure. um, but yeah I, I just love connecting with people and their stories um, and yeah I, I'm just just fortunate to do it and it's been it's been an amazing ride so far and I'm just looking forward to, to continuing to, to put one foot in front of the other and just continue to enjoy it um, as I go, you know, wherever it ends up, just, just for the joy of doing it in and of itself, whether I, um, whether I go on to sell, you know, however many thousands of books in the future or make X amount of money, I'm just, I'm just enjoying it and I'm, I'm fortunate to be able to, to be able to do it. So yeah, I'm very, very grateful. Because one of the things that, that you said that I thought was interesting as well is that you wanted to have this focus between everything that you're doing with your online presence on exploring how, how to make money for your from your craft without getting burnt out, which is kind of a, a fantastic goal to have. Do, do you think that that's something that's a, a achievable? Is it an achievable aspiration? Because when, when it's yourself doing everything, you, you know, I know that 
you're really passionate about the independent publishing but do you think that there's a there's a lot more chance of getting burnt out maybe by doing the the independent style versus the traditional where i guess you've you've got an agent and someone directing your publicity and stuff i think you know what in both instances burnout can happen mm. when, when when you've got an agent and you've got pressures of deadlines and this that and the other and you're in that world that presents its own set of challenges and as an independent as you've outlined you're kind of doing it all yourself mm -hmm. um however one of the big reasons that um uh big reasons big advantages of the independent path that really resonates with me like freedom is one of my important values right yes freedom in all respects i have got i've not got uh, uh there's no deadlines and time scales and um don't get me wrong i've had to with this book you set them yourself don't you? Day, you need you need to push yourself forward when something's meaningful to you um in in some ways like i said it swings around about i think gosh maybe i could have done with some accountability because as, as i've got closer to publishing this i've noticed the inner resistance really rear its head right um but i wouldn't change the freedom for the world um I'm not saying I would go officially publish because there's some wonderful advantages of, of that. And obviously, you know, um, as I perhaps become more more known, mm -hmm. um, that might be a possibility. But um, I do think burnout can happen in both instances. But, you know, for me, I've kind of realised that um, I, I need to not focus so much on end goals and, and, and nice. monetary outcomes. Um, because that isn't freeing for me in fact it's really stressful and it leads to um it's not good for my health um so that's been a journey in and of itself to be okay with um with where i'm at and to i don't know just 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 trust and, and believe and i think be more be more resilient and adaptable to uh, uncertainty as well i've kind of had to i've had to learn i guess the hard way just from of course. Been doing this now for about five years. Wow, so it's five years that you've been on this journey, but it's taken you about two years or so to to build your, your collection for, for this particular book. You have about 50 authors, is that correct, that have been included in this work? Yeah, that's right. I think it's like, it's like for, um, believe it or not, I'm, I'm, I'm a madman. It's coming out next week. I'm still finishing the editing. It, it looks like it'll be 48, 49. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't suggest that to anyone, and I guess uh, I wouldn't be able to do that if I was also releasing the paperback at, at this point in time. So yeah, it's the it's the ebook first, and then the paperback will be coming um, towards the end of the year. Oh really? Uh, yeah, okay. it's going like forty-eight or forty-nine. Well, I like the immediacy anyway of being able to, you know, d dive into to an e-book. That's, um, you know, that, that's brilliant, isn't it? When it, it's just released and you can just buy it there and then and, and stuff like that. But wh where do you envision this journey taking you? Is it something where as we kind of come more so out of the COVID world that you would like to maybe do physical book talks or, or something like that with it? Absolutely that, yeah. So one of the reasons, aside from it, um, just being a little bit less stressful, I think, having a launch in two stages like I'm doing, mm -hmm. um, is I'm hoping, and who knows what will happen, but I'll, that I'll be able to do some in-person stuff. Yes. Um, kind of um, bookstores, um, you know, maybe more, maybe more conversations like this, but in person. Um, and then my, my next book uh, is looking like it might be a poetry book. 
Ah, so uh, you've already got um, plans on your next book. It was something that I was going to ask you. Well, that's great because it means that you have got the drive for, from doing this to, to want to create more. But yeah, but this is it. Like, like I'm, a, I'm calling myself. This is my. I'm calling myself an indie writer. Diary of an indie writer. Right. Um, it, it takes a while to um, uh, to get to a point where you're making um, money from from your from your writing and your writing alone. You know, if you sure. like. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's where events may be useful. Well, events are uh, yeah. Events are, I think. For, for writers, and it was again kind of it's great because I got to read the the wisdom of fifty of almost fifty of these authors um, who contributed in the book. But for you know for poets especially, but you know, for all authors, um, it's very easy for us writers to to um, to be quite quiet and withdrawn and hide behind the screen and actually um, mm -hmm. stepping into your identity as a writer, showing up at things in person, can do wonders for your confidence, your self worth, and the sales that you make. Yes. Um, and then I guess from the other side of, of I guess my writing and um, you know my poetry and perhaps fiction that I then choose to write um, will be the work around my writing. So that's where my um, uh, I do one-to-one -one coaching. Um, I run like um, mastermind groups for writers. Oh, brilliant! Um, yeah. There's a digital course or two that I might put together. Um, so like I said, I've got I've got I've got lots of plans. I tend to take things a quarter at a time. So after this book comes out, um, October, November, December, that's the last quarter of the year. Early October, I'll be giving myself a week or two's breathing room to really figure out how I want to spend the next quarter. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's my intention. I, I really want to um, share my journey as I go. Um, like I said, just share my story as it's evolving, as it's unfolding, you know, what I'm learning, you know, what I'm up to, where I am, um, and just invite people along for the ride um, with me. Of course. I mean, I think that this is a perfect phase of time to start write, start reading um, books like yours uh, about writing and about authors, because, you know, the, the, the nights are drawing in. It, it naturally seems... Um, appropriate to kind of start to, to gather our thoughts on on what's been happening in in the years so far and where we want to go. So in it, obviously we've got um, National Novel Writing Month coming up in November, yeah. which always gets people kind of into that writing mode as well. Is that something that you've ever tried? It is, you know, and um, I guess I. Um, Part of that is coming into my, my timing with the release of a paperback. I want to release in, you know, in time for the end of the year after National Novel Writing Month in November. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like I have to, I have to ask you, you're, uh, are you, are you uh, a writer? You mentioned journaling, you mentioned National Novel Writing Month, you've been interviewing authors. I've got a, I've got a funny feeling there's at least an interest in uh, in, in, in writing. And, oh, there's yeah. always been a big interest um, in, in writing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always been. A, I, um, I, I mainly work on the copywriting side of things. I got into the, the copywriting side of things. Um, gotcha. I was always um, big on creative writing when, when I was at school. But it's kind of like, you know, where you've spoken there about being in the, in the corporate world, uh, but now you're, you're finding your, your voice on the creative side of things. I think for me, I was always a bit hesitant about like when, when teachers and stuff would, would encourage me. But like in terms of the creative writing, obviously that led me on 
down to, you know, study English language and literature and get quite far with that. But then I'm like, oh, I don't think this will ever work in the real world kind of thing, you know. So, so you go through, mm-hmm. through, through other aspects. And then um, I, I did business studies and, and marketing. And I think that I, I used my creativity with writing through that genre as well, because like, I did psychology. So I kind of, I, I used it that way. And I, I don't feel that I've done enough creative writing really i i sometimes i'm like you in terms of i dabble with um poetry blogs you know at at various times or or blogged about other things like health and personal development it's something that i've blogged about yes um but not really the time when i was doing it was kind of like about five six years ago and it was kind of i felt like i was um attracting more of an an american audience more so than it for being the uk i don't know that's just kind of how it how it went but i've never really wrote a book writing a book is something that i've always really wanted to to do i've not done it yet but yeah it's like what you're saying there about the way sometimes writers can be a little bit introverted and one of the things that i've been um like discussing with some of my guests is it's the fact that when you're a child and and you read a lot sometimes you just see an author's name on on the page and you don't really get into the whole idea of who is behind that i think it's people like jk rowling that have really brought to the idea that you know on the forefront that um yes there is this whole author and their life behind what they've written but i do still feel that in many respects you just see the name of an author on a book and you don't really get into who that person is as well so i kind of thought that during lockdown it would be good to interview the these authors and and stuff like that and and bring them to life and maybe um, listen to some of their experiences would give me more of an idea as well of what I would like to do for um, a, a, an official book <laughs> if I was to ever um, do one. So, so yeah, I got writing in my family. Like my, my granddad used to write um, a lot of plays and stuff, but it is still an aspiration of mine um, to properly write a book. So I've written kind of books um, as part of courses, but nothing officially like how to pass exams or stuff like that other health and personal development stuff and i've had success in terms of great feedback on a blog that i did but at the moment i'm not really writing anything apart from from copywriting but i just i i really enjoy soaking up the the, the wisdom and the experiences of you know authors like yourself so so yeah that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at with this but yeah got this this love affair with with books and uh you know there's always got to be like a, a pile of books in my world <laughs> on a variety hey. yeah thanks a lot for that. thanks for sharing all that i um i know that like, as, as a as a copywriter you're, you're doing you're, you're doing a lot of that of, of copywriting you know when you're doing that kind of day to day um it can be difficult to carve out the um the space and also have the energy to write creatively i found yes um i was doing a bit of content writing for a while and i was like gosh this has taken up all my time and uh i just uh um i want to spend my time reading or doing other things rather than you know continuing to write even outside of my writing time if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um but i do feel for what it's worth you you've uh well i think i think everyone's got a book in them um Mm -hmm. i think sometimes um uh breaking it down before getting to a book can 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 make it easier i guess you know i've kind of had my had my blogs but i know a lot of people will write 
a novella or an anthology or something shorter, which um, yes, it's the brevity, more, yeah. a little bit more palatable because a book just seems like this big, huge, overwhelming, daunting mm. task. Um, and obviously, I really hope that um, people just just get writing more, and, and and that leads to writing the books that they need to to write and, and share. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it, it sounds like uh, no, at, at some stage I'd be surprised if you um, uh, if you didn't do some of your, your own writing. I I'm feel not like going to do. A, I feel like it would be a shame because I'm <laughs> sensing that you, you've got, like we all have, you've got lots to share. So uh, yeah, I do hope you get round to it. At, at oh, thank you, like Jess, because we've never, we've never met before. So that's kind of quite perceptive um, of you to, to pick that up. And, and, and it means a lot to me. You know, obviously, because I can hear as well how passionate you are about this topic um, of yours and um, and you have spoken to a lot of authors. So for you to hear that potential, it's it's great. I think it, for me, it's it's whoa, what, what would I actually write about first? Because I've got so many interests, you know, it's like, which one would I choose? But yeah, the brevity, I've been thinking about that even even today. I was listening to, to something and I thought, yeah, I think that one of the things that I was doing like when I was blogging as well even with my poetry it's like short poetry like when I want a break from my copywriting and then maybe I'll I'll formulate an, a, a short poem um, or something I always worry about you know people's attention spans making sure that it's not long enough I mean is that something that you battle with in any way because I think it's one of my biggest battles if I'm honest with you um you know I don't want to feel like I'm going on with myself too much or is this going to be too short is that something that you've ever come across yeah that's um i think that's that's one example which is a huge thing for writers mm. where um you've obviously got this whole uh what are people going to think people mm -hmm. are going to see it is it going to be okay for them and that's when my um my brain can start going in overdrive yeah my um I do everything I can to write from like a relaxed heart space that's me to let me be the best I can be without thinking of the person on the other side. Um, oh, that's beautiful. So I, yeah. Do, 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 everything from, uh, I do it in my tweet, you know, I schedule a lot of my tweets, but I, you know, right. um, I, I, in the past I've scheduled blog posts. I, I do everything, I, I write things by hand, I do everything I can to set up myself and my environment so that I, I feel like it's just me and that and I don't even think about who's going to see it because mm. as, as soon as I start thinking too much so sometimes I write a post with you know even you know my younger self or someone else specifically in mind but if I'm if I'm thinking too much about sharing it and other people yes. reacting to it game over yeah that um, that's very so valuable to it to remember actually yes because when it's you really journal, important. yeah, that's the thing about when you when you journal, where you feel like, as you were saying, that freedom is one of your key words. And when you're just journaling for yourself, you do feel that freedom of self-expression because you know that no one else is going to be looking at it. And then sometimes, maybe this is something that you find as well, as you're doing your personal journaling, somehow it just occurs to you that this little bit of a segment or a nugget or something that you've thought of is actually something that someone else needs to specifically hear as well, or read, sorry. Absolutely. And th this is where I, I think that connection, mm -hmm. connection happens on like, um, 
deeper levels, mm-hmm. like emotional levels. So one thing that's wonderful about that, what you share, and, and for me, poetry. Poetry lets me, I, I love I love writing, I love my journaling and my blog post. Poetry lets me add vibrancy and colour and explore my emotional depths in a way that nothing else does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the reasons why poetry, I think writing as a whole is so powerful. I read something and I have an experience with that. I this, this sounds pretty out there, pretty mad. I feel like I can I can share it with you because I can see you into uh, astrology and tarot and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's my day job, <laughs> which is another. Yeah, that's kind of like another story. Yeah. This, this is just my opinion. These words that we're sharing on like on the, in this conversation, the writing that you share and put out there, I, I feel like everything's got its own energetic imprint on it. Yes. And the people that are supposed to connect with it are the ones that are supposed to connect with it. Oh, um, yes. And I might be writing about, I don't know, it could be my um, grief that I've experienced mm-hmm. or how I'm feeling about sharing, putting my book out there, you know, releasing that. Um, sure. I, I'll, I'll share my feelings and, and someone will connect with that, whether they're about to release a book or not, you know, or my grief might be for something different and what they're experiencing. I think I think really writing's about the communication and the conveying of emotions and it allows us to connect on super deep levels. Um, yes. And what I've found is as long as I'm, I think that there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a niche, people talk about oh, your niche and your people. Mm. I think if you're a human being with experiences, there'll be someone else with those experiences and the things that you're sharing, there'll be someone out there who needs to hear it and who connects with it and who is helped by what you've shared. Um, so that's why I try and remind myself, you know, with my own writing, kind mm. of it's, it, it is for me, but it also has such power to, um, to nourish, to heal, to uplift, to give someone exactly what they're needing. Um, you know, from, from, from what you put out there. Definitely. And I think, you know, what, what you shared there about expressing your vulnerability and sharing that with others, that is actually where your authentic voice comes from, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. it's not just, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I want to put this out to be popular or, or whatever, to write and to be so involved and interested in the writing process. It's almost a bit of a calling, isn't it, to, to, to share what, what you've, you've gathered through the wisdom of your life really I think that's what what I think about this yeah uh, a calling to share and again without um because this is something I, I I used to do and I still do to an extent where it's like oh you know I've, I've there's people who've written memoir at different stages of their life and I will you know I've, I can sometimes say Oh gosh, with a memoir, you know, I have to be 60 years old, I have to have all that life experience behind yes. me. I could, I say this humbly and modestly, I could write a memoir about my life experiences in the last, you know, I'm, I'm 32 now, I've got some things to share. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's being okay and knowing that you've got something to share in the here and now. You do not have to wait for permission for anyone. Um, and again, I guess that's kind of loops back in with um, self-publishing. You're not asking anyone for permission. You're not having to put this in front of, send out querying letters for months and, you know, even years on end. Soul destroying, isn't it? Yeah. It's soul, I've spoken to people who've done it for years. It's soul destroying. And then those who get a deal 
and they're told this is the, the thing they've crafted, that authentic story they've crafted that's come from you know come from their heart mm -hmm. to then be told, okay, this bit's great, but we want to change this bit to make it more commercial. Oh yeah. I, I'm just like that's that's for me again commerciality and changing things in the name of like at the expense of again that word again freedom. Mm. Um, yeah. Very important point because obviously you know like for you now when your book comes out next week it's going to be like, it's like your baby isn't it you know it's it's your child and you wouldn't do that with a child say you got to be this way and you got to be that way so there has to be that that space for what you've created to just be as it is and for it to be as as raw or gritty or as polished as as you wanted it to be did, did you get beta readers involved in in this on in, in any level because of wanting to i don't know see how it's sounding to the outside world ahead of time yeah you know, I, I didn't for this one. Um, I think for every other book, I, I will be getting beta readers or editors. But for this one, I let kind of the authors taking part kind of self-edit to an extent. Okay. Um, and then I guess trust me and myself to to do that editing process. Um, I guess one of the one of the other kind of advantages of doing ebook and then the paperback is should there be any errors. Um, you can correct those quite easily like, mm -hmm. as in instantly you can correct it on amazon and then that's all sorted if anything you know this is uh i think it's about one hundred twenty thousand words this book well um, okay so you know, they're all two that's crept in um but someone then you know hopefully um points it out to me um as i'm sure you know the writers uh, uh will who, who this book is primarily aimed at i can then change it and then it just means when the paperback is released Hopefully it's it's pretty hunky dory. Uh, but over this one I didn't. Um, I think for other ones I I I would imagine I will have beta readers or, or, or an editor of some kind. Um, not in this instance, no. Mm. I think it's good to compare the the processes from one book to to the next and just find out what works for you. But what I was going to ask you as well, Jas, is just in terms of these fifty self-published authors that that you've included, are they coming from a range of genres, backgrounds, ages, or is it one specific um, type of author that you've interviewed? I tried my best to get, you know, a range. So range from, you know, ages, geography. Mm. Um, there's there's folks who've written poetry, uh, fiction, non-fiction, memoir. Brilliant. Um, all sorts of genres. Um, even actually, that's not, that's a whole other thing when it comes to yeah, the genre. I, I found, and a lot of these authors who take a part, I found it helpful um, not to write for a genre in the name of, I guess, kind of freedom. And you know, there's mm -hmm. an argument to say if I'm trying to write for romance or I don't know romance horror, then immediately you're kind of pigeonholed. Uh, you've got well, you've got that in the back of your mind, so you kind of um, kind of thinking about that on the other the flip side of that argument is um you know for, for certain niches there, there's a there's a um passionate kind of audience out there you know for some of these uh um uh you know some of these some of these genres so um yeah but it, in answer to your original question yeah i've tried my best i mean you know, there's writers from um i want to say five maybe six of the continents brilliant because I'm, I'm imagining that the experiences will, will vary quite differently, um, you know, depending on what part of the world that they've um, begun this journey from.
Yeah, and I think, you know, just, I guess the, I just really wanted um, a range of stories to appeal to, you know, something there for, there's, you know, there's people who've published multiple books and are, you know, award-winning mm. authors. Some of them are published traditionally, some of them have only self-published. Um, some of them have only just put their first book together um, and, you know, just had the one book. Yeah. So I wanted to share all manner of different stories and for this to speak to anyone, wherever they are in that journey, and to, I guess, glean the wisdom and the advice um, sure. from, like you say, a whole range of authors and experiences. Because there might be someone, you know, in India, for example, who's written poetry, and I might be in, in America and I write more, I don't know, non-fiction. But mm. something they've shared from what they did there in India, from their own experience, might resonate with me and help me in my kind of life and in my public, my writing life in America. Um, so yeah, I I, I did try um, as best I could to um, yeah to get like a range of authors and a range of stories. I think that's very valuable, especially if someone you know like I I myself have interviewed all these authors, and then I get in terms of you know the the listeners tell me stuff like you know oh, it really makes me want to to write a book but i'm still not sure where so i think where to begin that process really so i think a book like this is is very good from that perspective it's giving people a a range of experiences to read and they they can find where where they somehow fit into this right yeah um I think I especially wanted to speak to. Um, uh, I'm saying that you know this this book is for um, for those who are writers or who want to publish a book one day. Mm -hmm. So writers or perhaps want to be you know writers. There's a lot around that word and the permission we give ourselves. Um, so I think it is for all manner of writers, but wherever you are. But I, I, I did think there was a special place in my heart for you know, like I say, myself two three years ago. And a lot of those people who um, have uh, have maybe um, done writing and you know want you know wanted to write a book and then you know they've stopped started and you know they've or they've just got overwhelmed and I just really wanted to be like you know you can do it and I wanted to kind of build like a, um, like a, a tribe of kind of friendly friendly authors to put their yeah. arm around them you know as they're reading this book and to be like. This is how I did it. Yeah, it kind of really sucked at times, but you know, I got through it, and this is this is how I did it, and you, know, you can too. Like, that's what I really. That's kind of the energy that I wanted to kind of bring to the book. It will definitely um, create and build up a support network. And I think that's what what writers re really need. Obviously, everything was intensified in terms of feelings of isolation during lockdown. But to a degree, it's always been something that's been around the the writers' world in a way, hasn't it? You know, that sense of got to lock myself away and and write this book. So ways in like what you're doing through your podcasts and Zoom interaction and stuff to create that more sociable aspect of writing I think that's very valuable as well because that sense of creating supportive community does feel like as if as if it's something that is it um at the heart and soul of, of what you're doing as well and you have actually kind of like collaborated in terms of you, you've brought someone in to design your your cover and stuff as well haven't you yeah I did I mean to be honest what's been so amazing about this is so it's happened kind of organically. So a lot of the authors I interviewed are either kind of connections or connections of connections. Um, yeah. 
to my last blog, which was for creative introverts, and you know a lot of those were uh, a lot of those folks were, were writers and you know, authors. Um, and then um, yeah, so one of the so one of the authors, one of the people, one of my uh, friends and connections, um, Rebecca, she introduced me to someone who's contributing to the book, an author. Mm-hmm. And his wife is a an amazing designer, um, and we kind of uh, well, I kind of hit it off with both of them. But um, she ended up designing my old blog logo and stuff, and she, oh, wow. she did this, she did this book cover. Um, so yeah, it kind of it kind of happened supernaturally and like organically. Um, but yeah, I'm not I, I I could have given that a go myself, but um, you know that's not my forte, that's not my strength. So. Um, yeah, I'm glad I was able to find someone who um, I've been able to really work with to to produce a beautiful a beautiful cover. Um, of so, course, yeah. yeah, I think that I think that's brilliant, and I think that sometimes the, you know getting the more people involved in in the process, the better. So, so we're almost coming to the the end uh, of our time now, but I just want you to let the listeners know how they can um, get your book, how they can partake in in your journey because because you are regularly now regularly um blogging and, and you set up a, a youtube as well haven't you uh, yeah so so um the, the website for the book is the indieauthor.net um, right. the book's out on the 27th of september i don't know when this this interview is airing but there'll be a pre-launch about four days before that okay with a discount brilliant um, so, well i'm so hoping to get this out on time yeah hopefully this yeah, sunday so, Oh, amazing! Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, in, in which case, if you if you um if you go to the indieauthor.net, you'll see um um a button where you can subscribe and uh, and get the updates and get access to that the pre-launch and the discount. Um, and then you can find um I've got a podcast, I've got a YouTube channel. Um, it's all under Diary of an Indie Author, where yeah, I just I have conversations with people. Um, I share what I'm up to in my own kind of um path to wanting to become like a Mm. Uh, wanting to become, I guess I am. But I think you are now. Into being an independent writer and you know making, um, making making money from it in a way that's healthy and, and sustainable. Um, so you can find all of that. And my blog link is um, indiewriter.net. Um, and then if you just click on links, you'll find my YouTube and my um, and my podcast. Um, but yeah, but, but on, on my newsletter, I kind of share it um, most weeks. Right. Um, I Are kind you of podcasting uh, most weeks as well. Yeah, so I, I kind of I do it. I kind of do um, a lot of I know, most of what I record um, goes to both. Um, so it just gives people a different way of consuming. Some Brilliant. people prefer to listen. Others prefer, you know, watching YouTube stuff. Um, I think, you know, for a lot of people, you know, I, 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 there's things I watch on YouTube, but then there's also, I guess the great thing about a podcast is you, know, you can kind of do it whilst you're, you know, um, doing something else or, you know, on your, on, on, a, on a commute, if, you know, commutes even exist these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just an idle time. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of, on my, on my newsletter, I kind of share, um, everything that I'm up to and you know everything that I'm publishing to to all those different places so that's probably the easiest thing to do to subscribe to my newsletter but you've got the separate links on there as well if you want to check those out individually oh brilliant Jess 96.9 all FM all FM all FM
Well, we're almost at the end of another pre-recorded hour of the Sunday Tea Show. Big thank you to my fantastic guest who's been Jas Holty. He's an author, he's a podcaster, he's a poet. You can check out Jas's work by subscribing at theindieauthor.net and get links to his podcast, YouTube and all sorts of other work by Jas. Also, as I've said, special thanks to the fantastic Chris Porter for sharing his music with us. I've been Ruth O'Reilly. I've been delighted to keep you company today. Till next time, take care of yourself. Stay safe. Bye for now.